Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Dietetics with Dana. I'm Dana, and this is my podcast where I talk about all things RD exam. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about nutrition care process. So the nutrition care process is a section of domain two that I find that a lot of students often can forget about. We're so hyper-focused on domain two and thinking about medications, labs, MNT, that nutrition care process is often something that we can very easily look over. So in today's podcast episode, we're going to be breaking down the four different components that we see with ADIME. So the first one we're talking about is assessment. So assessment is the largest portion of what we're doing in the nutrition care process. Assessment is my favorite part of my job because this is when I kind of do my little investigation and I look into who is my patient, what's their past medical history, what are their calorie and protein needs, have they had any weight loss, do they have any food allergies, Do what are their different heights and weights, this is where I'm doing all of my math, I'm doing my chart review like I said and then I'm also talking to the patient and so in the assessment, this is where we're doing all of the work. And the goal is that when you come out of nutrition assessment, you have everything kind of lined up on a silver platter to go into your diagnosis. So that sounds simple enough, right? But on the exam, remember, they love to give you these situational questions. And they'll ask you, we're doing this, and what part of the nutrition care process is this happening. And so remember with assessment, if I'm doing any sort of math here, if I'm doing any sort of comparing a big vocab word we'll see here as comparative standards, that's all going to be in our assessment. Then once I've done my assessment, I'm going into my diagnosis. So remember, I'm not doing any math or comparison in diagnosis because I've already done that in my assessment. My assessment is how I know, is my patient malnourished? How I know if they're having an adequate intake? How I know if they're having altered GI function? So in diagnosis, the only thing going on is just the PES statement. And remember, our PES statement, the P is the problem. And this needs to be something that I, the dietitian, can solve, right? So this isn't cancer, right? This isn't diabetes. This is going to be inadequate intake or altered GI function or excessive carbohydrate intake. So when you're getting a question about a PS statement, the first question I want you to think of is, is the P something that I can solve? This is why I would be consulted on the patient. The next part of the PS statement is my etiology. This is what is causing my problem. And this is the one that they like to ask you most about on these PES statement questions. Usually the etiology is wrong. So what I like to do to kind of check if I have the right etiology is I like to flip it back on itself and say, does this etiology cause my problem? And so on the PES homework that I do for my students in my one-on-ones and in my monthly group, they often get this PS question wrong when they do diabetes. So I give them a case study where I say, you know, this patient is having excessive intake of carbohydrates. They have diabetes. Their blood sugars are really, really high. Here's their diet recall. And often they're saying excessive carbohydrate intake as the problem, which is correct. But then they're saying the etiology is diabetes. 
So if I do that little trick of flipping it around, I'm saying, does diabetes cause me to have excessive carb intake? And the answer to that is no. And so flipping that around is a really great way to kind of make sure you're doing the right etiology. So once we have our problem, why am I consulted? The etiology, what is causing that problem? Then I'm thinking my signs and symptoms, and this is where I'm bringing my facts. So this is where I'm kind of sharing my numbers. You know, so if I'm saying, you know, my patient has excessive carbohydrate intake related to limited nutrition knowledge or knowledge deficit, at my as evidenced by would be blood sugars of 406, patient's diet recall. Those are kind of my facts as if someone said, prove it. That's in my signs and symptoms. So we've done our assessment. We know what's wrong with the patient. We've labeled it. And then my intervention is up next. And the intervention is going to be focused on what my diagnosis is. So if I'm saying inadequate intake, my intervention is going to be helping my patient to increase their intake. Maybe it's with tube feeds. Maybe it's with TPN. Maybe it's by giving them Ensure's TID. My intervention is when I'm kind of attacking that diagnosis. And then that fourth section of our nutrition care process is kind of lumped together. So this is monitoring and evaluation. And in this section, what I'm doing is I'm saying, well, what, how am I going to monitor this patient? So if we think about my inadequate intake patient, this is when I'm saying, okay, I'm going to do calorie counts or I'm going to interview them. And here's also where we can give ourselves thresholds, right? Kind of next steps. What if my patient, you know, doesn't tolerate a PO diet? So often I'm saying, you know, patient is low threshold for nutrition support if they're not meeting greater than 75% of their needs with PO intake. That's what would be in my monitoring and evaluation. So with ADIME, again, kind of a more simple topic, but you can glaze over it really quickly and get these things wrong. So as you're studying domain two, don't forget about nutrition care process and really kind of work through all of those letters of our ADIME to make sure that you really understand what is going on at each of the sections. If you need some more help with this, definitely check out my nutrition care process video. I'll link it below. And if you use the coupon code ADIME, you'll get $5 off that course. So definitely take advantage of that. And I hope you're now feeling much better about nutrition care process. And if there's a topic that you want to see me cover in a future podcast episode, definitely shoot me an email at DanaJFryerNutrition at gmail.com. Otherwise, don't forget to check out the website, danajfnutrition.com, to learn more about private tutoring, group tutoring, as well as recorded courses. And don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast to make sure you never miss out on an episode. Happy studying.